Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. Welcome to the Gospel for Life. With me in the studio this morning is Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley RPCNA. Good morning, Russ. Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring. And Vinny Henke from Valley Life Community Church. Gentlemen, it is great to be with you again this morning. Good morning, Russ. Hopefully all of you, as we begin the post-Thanksgiving life into the pre-Christmas life, that you're all doing well? I would say yes. Yes? Yes. How, how was your Thanksgivings? Were they good? Yeah, it was great. We had uh, a new family at our church come over and spend the day with us. It was their first American Thanksgiving. They're from out of the country. Okay. So that was a fun experience. Yeah, family and friends, always good. Yeah, sweatpants and lots of leftovers. Okay. So it was a good weekend. Yeah, yeah. Some football and basketball. It's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to begin talking. I know we are entering into a time of year. Actually, I think it's it's I think I saw Christmas things for sale pre Halloween this year. <laughs> So I, I think I saw that correctly. They were so, waiting in the wings anyway. I mean, they were moving them into the uh, into the aisle on October so uh, 30th. It, so. it feels like this, the commercialization of Christmas keeps getting earlier and earlier and earlier. So we want to be relevant. So we are also going to jump in early on our conversation about Christmas and Advent, um, hopefully differently than your local Walmart store. But gentlemen, what do you guys think about Christmas? Do you look forward to it? Are you the bah humbug type of guy? Are you the I'm all in type of person? I was telling folks uh, Sunday, uh, you know, as we were meeting together in fellowship, I said I started my ministry in December. I'd I'd gone to a church in Florida. I came. uh, My first Sunday was the first Sunday of December. So my mind was wrapped around uh, preparing for the holiday, preparing for Christmas, um, you know, getting a family established and everything. And so uh, that time of the year has always been special to me. And I think and just in anticipation of arriving very near Christmas, I started collecting you know, the Advent anticipations and preparing my mind around that. So uh, you know, it's always been a part of my ministry to celebrate um, these weeks leading up to uh, Christmas by uh, just devoting that time for the incarnation. Yeah, I, uh, you know, we in our circles, we don't make a huge deal of it, but, um, and some people don't observe it, but I've, I love Christmas. It's, it's a, a celebration of what God has done. And um, we may not know the exact day Christ was born, but surely the incarnation where Christ entered the world is worthy of remembering. Yeah, we're we're all in as a family, but uh, not till the Friday after Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, so we don't do like Black Friday stuff, <laughs> but we do Christmas Friday, and that's that's when the decorations come out, the lights go up, and right. all of that. And I'm I'm a pretty pretty hard nosed about it. Like no Christmas movies, no music, nothing until that Friday. But then once that Friday hits, it's it's all about it. Yeah, I, yeah. I have two. There's two parts to my answer. Really, there is the the cultural aspect of just enjoying this time of year as a family, and then there is also that the church calendar aspect of preparing people and i think both of them can be profitable to us in our home that we are kind of a middle of the road type of family we don't go all in quite honestly my wife is not ever that excited about putting up christmas decorations she's not opposed to the decorations themselves she just doesn't like the process she doesn't like doing them alone russ you need to <laughs> no, no, actually, actually in our home i'm i if they are put up it's me and the kids you started that do it. it okay um she will participate but really doesn't enjoy it but she enjoys christmas she enjoys the holiday season and so we're kind of a middle of the road type of family but i was in a church once where I had a pastor that said this phrase, and of all quotes that will probably stick with me till I die, this is the one <laughs> that will do it. Infamy. He oh. says in a meeting, Christmas is a stench in God's nostrils. And I didn't see it coming. So my question to you guys is, is he right? Is that statement helpful? And why might a Christian say something like this? Well, I think the the motivation goes back to the understanding that Christmas is a Roman invention, a Roman Catholic invention, something man-made, something that was not specifically commanded by God to do. And so with that understanding, you know, being on taking those types of commands seriously. I mean, that's where they come from. That's the desire. It's not that they're, they hate Christmas and they just want everybody to suffer. There's admirable motivation behind it. Do I agree with the outcome? No. But it, it, it's for the purpose of they're, they're trying to stick only to what God has given. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback on something you've, you've said there when you mention it as a Roman Catholic invention. I, I would disagree with that because I think that's one of the ways we caricature things. First of all, there was a Catholic church before there was a Roman Catholic church. Right. And so the— I didn't say I agreed with them. <laughs> the, okay. Well, the, the Catholic—you the, know, the church Catholic, the church universal, um, you go back in time. You know, I happened to be reading this week, and I'd picked up, a, I'd picked up a, a book that was talking about uh, different um, aspects of worship. You know, it was uh, like actually the Book of Common Prayer. I should say a commentary on it. And one of the things I read there in terms of ad, Advent was that uh, there's a record of this practice actually being in the church as early as 450 A.D. You know, so we're talking 5th century there. So um, Maximus, uh, Maximus was the first Christian bishop of, of Turin, Italy. And uh, he was writing homilies for the Advent season that have been published. So we know that at least by that time, there was this anticipation of the Christmas uh, uh, incarnation. And at least one Christian bishop was seeing this as an important time to, 
to do that. So mm-hmm. I, I would say it has a rich tradition to to be looking at, at Advent and preparation for Christmas. I understand why the church actually we can read the Westminster Confession and recognize that you know what we do in uh, a church service are those things which are prescribed by God mm. by good and necessary consequences from his word. Everything else is just a circumstance of our worship and how we might do it differently than everyone else, but um you know truly the elements of worship wouldn't require us to do uh, a Christmas service. For me, I, I've tried to always, in my mind, think about Christmas as like there's three different Christmases. There's a commercial Christmas, there's a cultural Christmas, and a Christian Christmas. Do you want to just talk the, the listener through those three different aspects of, of Christmas? Well, first of all, those, they're your categories. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so, so we'll, we'll piggyback on there. You know, commercial, the commercialization of Christmas has been with us. And, uh, you know, for you mentioned in introductions, you know, you go into the, um, your local Walmart, even your grocery store, and there's stuff uh, being set out to push forward the material aspects of purchasing and buying and, for Christmas, so on that level, I guess you, that's the would be the commercial. I'm sure others can talk more about that. Yeah, I think it's the commercial Christmas is people buying things they don't need for people they don't like with money they don't have. Right? <laughs> that's a good like, way to put it. Yeah, when you're when you think about like the office party and all the gifts and the lists and the things, and you're just caught mm-hmm. up in the commercialization of it. When, mm-hmm. For me, that's always been that. And just a cultural aspect. I mean, it's it's something that you see just Western cultural in general just pervading regardless of whether or not people are Christian or not, there's this um, celebration of gathering together as family and friends and giving gifts to one another. And I would say that the cultural aspect of, uh, at least in the West, still has a Christian underpinning to it. I mean, you're... The, yeah, it's, there's some remnants there. You you hear it on the radio when, I mean, the radio stations that play Christmas songs all year long, and some of them are annoying, and some of them have a Christian element to them. So there, I think that's there. And naturally, the Christian aspect of Christmas is that we believe that Jesus Christ was born mm-hmm. as, a, as a baby. Mm-hmm. I think the church would agree that it wasn't in December. But to me, it, that's immaterial. He was born. We celebrate our birthdays. In, in that sense, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, and hopefully beyond that, we're celebrating what he was born to accomplish, that we're not just celebrating his birth, but we're celebrating all that's wrapped up with it, his life and his death and resurrection, that that's all part of the Christmas story, if you will. Why does this distinction matter um, between the commercial, cultural, and, and Christian well, I, I would probably put um, you know the the cultural aspects into what I do in my own home. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I I'm I'm not obliged to tell somebody this is how you should do it. Uh, you know, culturally, you know, whether you whether you turn on the Christmas music the first uh, day after uh, Thanksgiving or whether you wait, that's that's a, that might be your your own cultural way you celebrate it. You know the the Christian aspect of it, I think, is entirely important when we're talking about 
the incarnation. We have to. We want to uh, tell that story often. We want to tell people that Jesus Christ, uh, the the who is truly God and truly man, was born of a virgin, came into this world, suffered and died, rose again, and that's all part of the. Uh, that's all part of the the Christian message. That's the gospel, and so. You know, the show here, you know, the gospel for life, this is about the gospel. This is why we're even taking it up right now. And so that is immensely important, and we can't even tell that story enough. Yeah. We, we talk about, for us as a family, like every day is Christmas Day in terms of our understanding of the importance and mm-hmm. vitalness of the incarnation of Christ. Um, Philippians 2, 5 through 11 for me encapsulates this. Um, so if you guys don't mind, sure. it reads, Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. And when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even to death on a cross. For this reason, God highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. So at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. And I think these three are always just going to be intertwined in our culture, commercial, cultural, and Christian. And I think as parents that we can help try to keep the commercial as far away as possible in our own homes, have your own cultural, like Jonathan said, aspects of it, but always keep Christ at the center of of the Advent season. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We will see you next time.